Welcome to the 11th episode of the Jesus to Mankind series. We are covering the final messages Jesus Christ has given to the world through the Book of Truth written by Maria Divine Mercy to prepare it for his second coming. I will now continue with the messages where we left off in the last episode. The message is titled, Message from Virgin Mary about communicating to young people, given on Wednesday, June 22, 2011. After a private apparition in which she appeared to the visionary for over 30 minutes, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. I am the Mother of God, your beloved Mother, Queen of all the angels. My child, you have just been tested because of the work you do for my beloved Son, and you have become stronger as a result. You know now what has to be done, so that as many young people as possible understand who my Son is. He, the most precious Son of mine, Savior of the world, will do everything to save all of those who walk the earth in ignorance of his mercy. Those children who stubbornly refuse to listen must be told the truth and very soon. Please tell young people all over the world that Jesus walks with them every second of the day. He cares so much for them. They have no idea of the depth of his love. He wants to embrace them into his sacred heart so that they will enjoy the new era of peace on earth. If only they would respond. My child, it is so difficult for people to understand the truth of the existence of God, the Father. To convince them of the truth of his beloved son's sacrifice is very difficult. This, my child, must be your goal. Go in peace and love. Your beloved mother, Queen of the Angels. The next message is titled, The Warning Will Prove That God Exists, given on Wednesday, June 22, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, strong now, having endured the worst trial so far, you will move to impart my urgent pleas to the whole world. They, my beloved children, need to know that when I come soon, they will come face to face with me. How I long to show them that I really do exist, and how I await the joy in their faces when they witness my love and mercy. For many of my children will fall down and cry tears of relief, tears of joy, and happiness, tears of wonder and love, for at last it will be possible to live a new life, thereafter where all can follow the truth of my teachings. My children will not realize the significance of this great act of mercy, the greatest gift ever bestowed on mankind since my crucifixion, for it will be through this gift of the warning that man's eyes will be finally opened to the truth of their entire existence on this earth and beyond. Those who are alive in this world today must understand how privileged they are to be given the proof of the existence of God, the Eternal Father, and I, his beloved Son, although this is beyond your comprehension. After the warning, do not turn back to your old ways. I urge all of you that when you have seen my presence and shown how sin not only offends me, but propels you down the pathway to hell, that you must not turn back to your old ways. The period after the warning is crucial for world peace and your salvation. Do not reject this gift. Grasp it with both arms. Let the warning bring you as one in me. When you do this, 
and pray for guidance, you will be rewarded with a new paradise on earth where you will want for nothing. Rejoice, listen to me, heed my message, and allow my love to envelop you towards my glorious kingdom. I love you all. The next time you feel a stab of love in your heart for another fellow being, remember that this gift comes from me. Without love, there is no life. Your divine King of mercy, Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Eternal Father. The next message is titled, Ordinary People, Good People Turn Their Backs on Me, given on Thursday, June 23rd, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, the joy you feel today is as a result of the graces bestowed on you during adoration yesterday. Now you know how important it is to allow me to pour such graces on souls during this most special time when in my personal company. How to identify lost souls. Today I want to talk to you about lost souls in the world and how to identify them. My followers often mistakenly believe that lost souls are those in mortal sin. This is not necessarily true. A lost soul can be a person who does not believe in me or my eternal father. A lost soul can also be those children so caught up in their day-to-day -day pursuit of earning money, building wealth, careers, and craving after material things, all because of the joy they believe that these things will bring them in their future lives. These are ordinary people, good people but who turn their backs on me. Many of these children of mine are good at heart. They can be full of love for their fellow men, their family and friends. They may be popular and well-liked, and yet they can be lost souls. How is this, you may ask? Because they do not believe that their soul is just as important as their physical needs, and so they neglect it. By neglecting their soul, they are prone to temptations thrown their way each day. They find it hard to resist worldly goods without considering that the time they invest in their ambitions could be spent showing love to others through the art of sharing. In their pursuit of money, they can become proud. Pride makes it difficult to behave like a true follower of mine. Children, if you spend all your time chasing the dreams that you believe this world has to offer, wealth, possessions, and positions of power, there is little time left to pray or nurture your souls for the next life. So many of my children can never understand why worldly goods leave them empty inside. They do not listen to those followers of mine who know the truth. By failing to acknowledge the existence of God, the Almighty Father, they cannot succeed in pleasing anyone other than themselves. On the outside, these people live active, healthy, fun-filled lives without a care in the world. But this kind of lifestyle cannot be achieved in the right way without believing in eternal life. Humility is missing in their lives. You may say in their defense, but they need to feed their families and look after others who rely on them, and so they work towards these goals. My answer is, no they don't. They are not aiming to feed their families. In many cases, they are aiming for excesses to satisfy their lusts. The more they do this, the more they become lost to me and my eternal father. Unless my children wake up and recognize the ways in which Satan uses all the glorifying attractions of the world 
to suck you into a false sense of materialistic security, you cannot come to me. Time must be spent in this life in praise of your Creator, in looking after your neighbor through charitable works, in putting others' needs before your own, by following in my footsteps. Unless my children who do not believe in God the Father, or who do believe in Him, but who choose conveniently to push any homage to Him aside, because they are more concerned with worldly matters, they will find it hard to enter the gates of heaven, the true paradise they crave. Earth is just a phase in your entire being. Heaven, even a glimpse of what it offers, cannot be experienced in your lives on earth. None of those worldly attractions are worth chasing if it means you have to forfeit the jewel that is heaven. The essential traits to enter my glorious kingdom are faith, love, humility, and a desire to please me, your beloved teacher and savior of all mankind, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, People Don't Know What Their Soul Is. The answer is simple. Given on Saturday, June 25th, 2011, Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, your voice while being heard finally by my sacred servants all over the world, falls silently in those quarters oblivious to the existence of God, the Almighty Father. You may say they don't listen, but they cannot listen if they don't hear. Be brave now. Talk to as many as you can. Ask people to publish the news of my word. Call them. Ask them. Explain that they must read my messages before they dismiss them. For it will only be when they feel the strength that comes from my divine lips, when my spirit will attract their spirit, that they will finally understand that it is I who is communicating to the world. I am sad, my daughter, because of the deep barricades and divides, which today block out every attempt by my blessed mother and I, her precious son, to speak through visionaries to the world. In the past, humility was a little more prevalent. Today, this important trait has disappeared. In its place is a world where everything that exudes human intelligence a lore or physical appeal is accepted as a priority in people's lives. Their spirituality has died. They are, my daughter, merely empty shells. Shells that when cracked are nothing. Substance of soul is what my children must strive for. This is difficult for many people, and especially those whose minds are full of human wisdom, where little space is left for spiritual wisdom. Such is the lack of spirituality fueled by the power of Satan, that people have fallen prey to leave open their souls to commit sin. A lack of spirituality or belief in God renders a soul to contamination by the deceiver. The king of deceit leads souls in the belief that only the body and mind alone are interwoven to become whole. Sadly, you cannot be whole without your soul. What is your soul? Many people don't know what their soul is what it feels like, or how to recognize it. Is it your mind, your conscience? The answer is simple. Your soul is you. It is who you are. Your conscience, your beliefs, your understanding, whether this represents the truth for what it is, or the truth for what you want to believe it is. It is not a separate part of you, dear children. Something that belongs to another world. It is present within each human being. Your soul can be looked after, by following my teachings. It can be neglected through sin, which is very difficult to avoid 
but it can be replenished by confessing or expressing remorse and starting out again. Or it can be destroyed. Some deliberately destroy their soul by sinning for the pleasures or vices of this world in the full knowledge of what they are doing. Others deny they have a soul. Their arrogance convinces them that they know all, that life begins and ends on this earth. And then there are those young souls who, through no fault of their own, were reared by parents in times of plenty where they wanted for nothing in the materialistic sense. Their religion is based on material gain. By striving for more stimulus, their ambition continues to increase until, eventually, there is nothing else they can strive for until death faces them. Then they are lost, puzzled, confused, with a deep, sickening feeling inside. They know something is wrong. The soul is telling them, but they don't know how to respond. They are the ones you need to save. I call on all of my followers everywhere to help me save all of my poor children. I know I am asking for an extraordinary act of generosity on your part. It is a huge responsibility, but by obeying my most holy will, you will help me save much of the world from the grip of Satan and the terror he wields. Go forth now, my followers, all of you, and spread my word to a jaded, misguided, and disillusioned world. My graces will pour forth over each of you for even just one conversion, one soul that can escape the horror of hell. I love you all. I embrace you, my followers, my precious children everywhere. How you bring me daily comfort. How you console me. Now bring me more souls. Your divine Redeemer, Savior of all mankind, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Virgin Mary, Satan Loses His Power When My Rosary Is Recited, given on Saturday, June 25th, 2011. My child, always keep focused on my son, for he needs your attention. You must place all your trust in him, and never let anyone take your eyes off him. He, my child, has chosen you as one of the important messengers for these times so that lost souls are saved. Tell people to pray my most holy rosary, even non-Catholics, for this is the greatest weapon against the influence of the deceiver who groans in pain when it is said. His power is weakened when my children say this prayer. The more my children pray the holy rosary, the more souls can be saved. You, my child, have a very difficult mission, much harder than any of the prophets in history. This is because of the darkness of spirit in the world. Never before has such a darkness descended when my children turn their back on my son who died a terrible death to save them. Yet they have not only forgotten this, but choose to deny his very existence. Prayer to me, your blessed mother, hurts the evil one who cringes and loses his power when my rosary is recited. This is the weapon that has been given to me so I can help save lost souls before I crush the serpent's head finally. Never underestimate the power of the rosary, for even just one group of people, dedicated to the regular devotion of my holy rosary, can save their nation. Tell my children to be careful when turning their back on prayer, for when they do this, they are leaving themselves wide open for the deceiver to ensnare them by his charming but dangerous path to darkness. Bring my children into the light 
by spreading devotion to my most holy rosary, your beloved mother, Mary, Queen of Peace. The next message is titled, First Message from God the Father. The time has come now for me to reclaim my glorious kingdom. New paradise on earth will last 1,000 years. Given on Saturday, June 25th, 2011. Note from Visionary. Just before I received this message, I had just finished reciting the Divine Mercy, when suddenly the Holy Spirit announced to me that I was to receive a message from God the Father. I was trembling with nerves. I then asked the question, In whose name do you come? This was the response. I come in the name of my beloved Son, Jesus Christ, Savior of mankind. I am God the Father, and I am speaking to you for the first time. My chosen daughter, I speak to you today so that I can inform mankind of the love I have for all. Many do not know me. They think they do, but for millions of my children, I am merely a faceless entity. So little do they know of my desire to allow them to let me love them in the way in which it was meant to be. My name is used loosely in the world by many who don't acknowledge that it was by my hand that the world and its creatures were made. For those that do, they are confused as to who I am and are somewhat fearful of me. I am not to be feared, for my love is pure for all of my children. So much do I love you that I made the greatest sacrifice of all to bring you back into my arms and give you the opportunity to be saved from the deceiver. I sent my beloved Son, Jesus Christ, into the world so that you could understand the truth of love. This love, when you accept it, will save you all. My heart is broken by the way. So many of you will not turn to me and show me your love. I yearn for you to simply turn and ask me for help. There is no need to fear my love, for it was through my love that you were given your first breath. I created each of you in my likeness so that I could have a family. I created the world out of pure love so that you, my children, could share this paradise with me. So lovingly was this created that every single detail was so carefully constructed. So happy was I when paradise on earth was created that the angels rejoiced and heaven was alight with the flames of love that no human being could ever possibly fathom. And then it was destroyed by sin caused by the serpent. My children, let me explain. The time has come for me to reclaim the paradise I lovingly created so that we can again become one family, a family that will become close because of the powerful bonds of love that will hold it together. This new paradise on earth is now being planned for all of my children. It will last 1,000 years on earth, and no one must be excluded, for that would break my heart. My beloved Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit are trying hard to bring you back into my loving fold so that the paradise created in the beginning can, once again, emerge as the greatest gift of all for my children to enjoy. This paradise will be a place of love, beauty, glory, and will be home to all who are pure of heart and soul. It is for every single soul on earth and is the goal that is contained within each and every single soul on earth, including those who do not realize this. My son speaks to the world, 
and prepares to show his great mercy during the warning to give all sinners a chance to enjoy the new paradise on earth. You must hear my voice. I call on all of you to pay attention. Turn back to me. Accept that I exist, that I am the source of all life, all creation, all glory. When you do, you will be welcomed into my paradise on earth, which offers everything you could ever dream of. Listen to my son and the message he gives to the world to convert you all. For those who will not listen, even then, or who continue on the path of heinous sin, no mercy will be shown. I am the God of all creation. I am the God of love, of compassion. I am also the God of justice. My hand will fall on humanity, who, through the evil allegiance to the evil one, refuse to follow the path of love and truth. For the time has come now for me to reclaim my glorious kingdom, which no man through sin will stop. Should they try, they will be lost forever. I am your God, your creator. My love never dies. It is a flame and full of deep tenderness for you to bring you back to me, to the inheritance I so lovingly created. Because of sin, many of my children will have to forfeit their right to this inheritance and step back to allow those who truly love me to enter the doors without hindrance. Please, children, do not dismiss my plea to mankind. Accept the mercy now being offered by my beloved Son. Accept it with open arms. God the Father, Creator and Maker of all things. The next message is titled, The Warning is a Manifestation of My Divine Mercy Given to St. Faustina given on Sunday, June 26, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, time is close now. There is very little time to warn and prepare all those poor souls who will be so shocked during the warning that they will not realize what they are witnessing. They must be told so that they will know what to expect. If they open their hearts to this great moment of divine mercy, they will be given the chance of eternal life. This great warning is the manifestation of my divine mercy given to Sister Faustina. This great act of my mercy was foretold, and it will be during the warning that my great mercy will envelop the whole world. My blood and water will gush forth, so that you will all know the truth at last. Tell those who do not believe in me or my Eternal Father that this event will happen. Then, when it does they will be able to withstand the shock of my mercy, which will save millions of souls during the warning from the grasp of Satan. The truth, when revealed, will save so many from the fires of hell. The Holy Spirit thereafter, present in my children everywhere, will help defeat the works of the evil one. All of you must spread the word about how mankind needs to prepare their souls in advance, for even believers must understand that they too will find it emotionally disturbing to view their own past sinful behavior as it appears to me. I call on all of you now to seek confession. For those other Christians, you must kneel down and pray for redemption. For those who are unsure of this prophecy, please keep your hearts open, for when you witness this ecological but supernatural event, it is important that you understand that this is the greatest miracle you will ever see and that it is my great gift to you all. Consider this. This is how the final day of judgment will unfold. Only this time, 
you will not be condemned. You will be given a new lease of life when your soul will be saved to enable you to restore to the level I desire of it. Believers pray for others with all your hearts now that they will be saved. Your Savior, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Continue to Spread My Word. I am sending you many volunteers. Given on Tuesday, June 28, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, the hurdles are getting higher over which you must jump when you suffer for me. The attempts by the deceiver to pull you from this work have never been so powerful. You must stay strong and stand firm against such attacks. Know that he, the deceiver, will never take you away from me, yet he will try and keep trying. This is one of the most difficult phases in your mission. It is lonely, difficult, and causes you deep physical as well as pain of the soul. You must trust in me to help you deal with these attacks and recognize them for what they are. Now, my daughter, listen to me. You must continue to spread my word quickly around the world using every help that is sent to you. I am sending you many volunteers and already their work is bearing fruit. All you need to do now is keep communicating my word to save souls. Never give up. It is tempting, I know, and the abuse you have to withstand is not easy for you. Let me hold your hand tightly and lead you now towards the strength that is required of you. My blessings have been dispersed around you to strengthen your armor so that nothing will stand now in the way of ensuring that the world can hear my voice. Your loving Savior, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Confess Your Sins Now, Do Not Be Frightened, given on Wednesday, June 29, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, the help I have sent you will now spread my word rapidly around the world using modern communications. My heart is ablaze with the love for my special children who arose to my call, for they are the army who will lead my children. All my blessings envelop each of those who help carry my cross for the good of mankind. The Holy Spirit is bestowed on those to enable them to spread these messages virally and with real impact. My children and all my followers just remember the one thing that I want you to focus on. Warn the others to seek redemption before the warning. They must confess their sins now and must not be frightened. Instead, they must rejoice. There are only a few months left for this great act of my mercy. Do not waste time. Go in love and peace. Do not flinch in this work. It is for the good of all my children. All of those who work to spread my truth will be rewarded for their devotion and faith. My blessings will protect each of them and their families. Rejoice now for the time is ripe for the world to finally hear my voice in the way they should. Your beloved Savior, Redeemer and King of all mankind, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Don't Allow the Human Failings of My Church to Turn Your Back on Me. Given on Thursday, June 30th, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, I smile this evening with joy in my heart, for at last, younger people are hearing my word through the internet, just as foretold. 
In this way, more people will be able to tell the world how to prepare for the warning. My heart bursts with joy when I see the love that my children have for me in every corner of the earth. My love never dies. They, my beloved followers, are full of my love, which they feel in their hearts. Now they can tell the world, including the cynics, how much they revere me by praising my glory to all. For those courageous and loving creatures of mine will now attract those who resist me to the truth as to why they are on this earth in the first instance. Heaven rejoices with those who openly proclaim their love for me on the internet. My love for them surges forth so that my graces will be showered over each of them, stretching from one corner of the globe to the other. I now come to save you before the day of judgment. Remember one lesson, children. The truth of my teachings never changed. Human error, the sins of my sacred servants, and those who have abused the truth to suit their own ambitions may have soiled my name, but they never changed who I am. I am the Savior of mankind. I came the first time to save you, to allow for the forgiveness of sin. I now come again to save you before the day of judgment. Because my love is so powerful, it will now permeate throughout the world by the power of the Holy Spirit to draw you back into the fold of my tender love. Feel my love now, children. Don't allow your disappointment with the human failings of my church to turn your back on me, Jesus Christ, or my eternal Father. To those who turn their back on me because of the sins of the church, it is because of sin that you were tempted to block out the truth. Those of you who blame the church for your lack of belief in me are not being honest with yourselves, for if you truly love me, you would not make excuses. Satan is everywhere in the world now, children trying to convince you at every opportunity that your faith is not relevant, not important, that your faith will not guarantee you a place in heaven. In some cases, you believe that the mercy of God is endless and that you can be saved once you live a life where you do not cause harm to others. You very often challenge me when you blame me for the evil in the world. This is when you become angry with me and God the Eternal Father. How can God stand back and allow such evil to manifest itself in the world, where murder, rape, abortion, torture, greed, and poverty exist? You must stop now and hear me. Remember that sin, caused by Satan who most people today do not believe exists, can infest every single one of you because of the gift you were given by your Creator, God the Father. This gift of free will is given to everyone. Some use this gift for good works, where they show love to all, while others abuse it to take advantage of others. When Satan attracts those through their weak free will, then they become capable of committing great atrocities. Free will is yours, children. When it becomes contaminated through sin, havoc in the world results. God the Father cannot force you to stop doing something, whether it is right or wrong, for he will not interfere with your free will. He will always encourage you to pray in order to receive the graces needed to avoid sin. It will be through your free will that you will make one of two decisions. Turn to God or allow yourself to be seduced by the lies of Satan who will twist your mind away from the truth. Remember I am the truth. Satan does not want you to see the truth. 
He will use your intelligence and present sophisticated arguments to seduce you. He can even convince you that something is evil when it is good. So when you believe that it is hypocritical to turn to prayer in praise of God the Father because of the sins of the church, you must recognize this deceit for what it is. Another way to encourage you to turn away from me. The truth. Now children, show me your love by standing up and defending my name in a disbelieving world. Very soon, you will encourage others to hear your views. Just as those who claim they don't believe in me shout aloud how much they hate me, you must now tell the world that you love me. Only then will massive conversion be stirred in the world. Let me raise you up now so you can prepare my children to enter my new paradise on earth. Remember, only those who believe in me and my eternal Father can enter this paradise. Go now and bring me the multitudes. Your beloved Savior, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Prayer Can Avert Disharmony in the World, given on Friday, July 1st, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, prayer and devotion to me is like water given to a thirsty man. When you lack water, your thirst will continue, so that eventually, without water, you will die. For those who know me, love me, and show devotion to me, you must understand one thing. If you do not continue to receive my body and pray to me regularly, you will very quickly lose your desire for me. Without this desire, you will distance yourselves from me until your heads will be turned by the temptation of sin planted in your minds by Satan. Without me truly present in your lives, you are nothing, my children. Be on your guard at all times. Prayer protects you from sin. Your devotion to me may attract the deceiver who will taunt you more often. However, without regular devotion to me, you will walk aimlessly in this world. Believers understand that prayer can avert much disharmony in the world. Already prayer said through this visionary and other seers has eased the immediate dangers facing Pope Benedict, but not for too long. Prayer to my blessed mother can move mountains, dilute the impact of evil atrocities, including those foretold and convert sinners. Remember this lesson, my daughter. Prayer acts as your armor against the deceiver. You, most of all, must learn the necessity of regular prayer in your mission. You need to spend more time in silent reflection with me. For when you do not do this, your discernment of my messages becomes weakened, and errors can occur. Be careful, my daughter, when referring to dates of the prophecies given to you. If I say months, that could be any time within a year. Never confuse human interpretation with those of the timelines given to you by me. I have not given you any specific dates for events, only guidelines. These prophecies will take place, but only by the hand of my Eternal Father. Trust in me more. Your prayers and those of my followers can help delay, or in some cases avert disasters. Always remember that. Pray, 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 for when you do this from the heart, your prayers are heard. Pray especially for those world leaders whose lives will be ended soon through hateful evil acts. They and those with hardened hearts, guilty of the crime of inhumanity, need your prayers most of all. Always pray for sinners, because I love all my children, 
and I need your prayers to save them from the fires of hell. Your ever-merciful, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Battle Which Satan Is Mounting to Discredit These Messages Is Intensifying, given on Saturday, July 2nd, 2011. Jesus says, My beloved daughter, this period is going to be difficult for you as the messages infiltrate the world. More people will attack these messages, and when they do, ignore them. My holy word is being spread as I have said. Now I want to proclaim the main points of my messages even further. You already know how to do this, so begin today. What I am asking of you is challenging, but you will be given further help to do this. Meanwhile, you will need others to pray for you, because the battle which Satan is mounting to discredit these messages is intensifying. You must pray for protection against the hurt he will inflict on you through others. Accept that this series of trials are essential in keeping you in a state of humility. Know that you are my voice to the world. Promote my voice and do it as soon as you can. I love you, my daughter. Lean on me completely and I will carry you through this. Your loving Savior, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Atheists and Scientists Will Say That the Warning Was an Illusion. Given on Sunday, July 3rd, 2011, Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, you must move forward. Look straight ahead and follow my instructions. Do not turn to the side when you are being assailed by the evil one every minute of the day. Focus on me only. You must learn to understand that time spent in my company, especially at adoration, is essential if you are to keep on top of this mission. The length of time spent in prayer is also important because the longer you spend in close communication with me, the more graces you will receive. Failure to do so will mean that you are leaving yourself wide open to attacks from the deceiver. My word, my daughter, is being ignored by many who do not want to listen. There are many reasons for this. Many of my children today have closed their eyes to the truth of their spiritual existence. They embrace the world and all it offers as a substitute for the bread of life. Many are also wary of false prophets, for this is the age in which false prophets will emerge everywhere. This is the confusion that Satan wants to cause, so that those genuine messengers of mine go unnoticed. Because of the humility required by my chosen visionaries, they cannot exalt themselves in the eyes of the world, for it is not in their nature. The false visionaries will push themselves into the limelight. Their focus will be centered on themselves. Their messages may seem authentic and full of flowery language featuring extracts from the Holy Bible where it suits, but there will be two key aspects to their messages that will expose them for the untruths they impart. The first is that they will be central to the messages and will enjoy all of the attention they receive. Then, finally, you have the messages themselves. They will be confusing, hard to read, and will not leave a lasting impression on the soul. Sadly, my daughter, the church tends to ignore the authentic seers because they must show responsibility in these matters. It is therefore far easier for my church to support those messages, which include extracts from the Holy Bible, to declare these to be authentic. 
Not so easy is it for them to accept the simplicity of my teachings, especially when today much of the truth hides behind the mask of tolerance. Not easily accepted either is the reminder of the end times when, through fear and ignorance, those sacred servants of mine refuse to take up my cup and act responsibly. This is the most important time in the history of the world. All the signs have been given to my visionaries throughout the last century, yet they are ignored and shoved aside as they bury their heads in the sand. It is precisely at this time that my sacred servants must preach about the importance of my return to earth. They must prepare souls by reminding them of the consequences of failing to redeem themselves while they are still on this earth, for they cannot ask for forgiveness after death. I call on my sacred servants now. Why won't you emphasize this to your flock? Why do you not actively discuss the repercussions for my children during the great chastisement? Don't you know that many of my children will lose their souls to the Antichrist, who is already here on this earth, ready to spring as he waits in the wings? My children must understand that the warning, while a great act of mercy, is only the first phase in what will be a very difficult and challenging time for all my children. For after that, those hardened sinners and followers of Satan will deny my existence. Atheists will say it was a global illusion. Scientists will look for a logical explanation, but there won't be one. Meanwhile, my followers will be torn in two. Many millions will have converted, but they will be confused by the lies spread by the evil group, the one-world-deadly organization whose goal is to destroy the little people for their own financial gain. Children, if enough people cannot stay on the true path, then it will not be possible to avert the impact of the chastisement, for this is when God the Father will move to stop sinners from destroying his creation and his children. He will unleash earthquakes on a magnitude never experienced before, volcanoes in the most unlikely places, and the earth will be tossed like a ship in rough waters with no anchor to hold it in one place. Please, children, allow the warning to save you all, except that this miracle will help save millions who otherwise would have been lost. But for those who do not want to change their lives, they will choose the house of Satan. Without prayer, there is no hope for them, for they will forfeit the keys of the new paradise on earth. Instead, they will burn in the fires of hell. If they knew where this evil path is leading them, do you think they would change their ways? Children, please help them by telling them the truth. Pray to save their souls if they won't listen, for that is all you can do. Your beloved Savior, just judge and King of mercy, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, For My Followers Who Denounce These Messages, given on Tuesday, July 5th, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, today is a special day, for it pleases me to tell you that those whose faith has been strengthened by my messages can be assured that their daily recital of the divine mercy is saving souls. My children must never forget that prayers when said with sincerity and from the heart, will always be heard. Prayers are always listened to, and any special intentions are fulfilled, according to my most holy will. Children, please continue with your prayers, 
because they will help ease the period of the great chastisement. My father is now ready to take over his holy kingdom and commence his reign once again when the new paradise on earth emerges. The evil in the world right now has never been so intense. Because of the huge world population and the works of the evil one, war is everywhere. The hatred shown by man to man is palpable. Whether this hatred is manifested as political greed or control over other countries by another, it is all the same. Satan has many followers. They, his followers in many instances, are not aware as to how he influences every thought and deed at all times during any one day. If my children could only see the amount of demons present in such men, they would be sickened. They possess many of my children, the only visible sign being through their evil deeds. Pray, pray now, my followers, that those poor lost souls can be saved during the warning. Between now and the warning, all I ask of you children are your prayers, and especially the recital of the divine mercy. My Father will save souls if you dedicate yourselves to saying this once a day, preferably at three o'clock in the afternoon. For those of my followers who denounce these messages, I implore of you to pray to the Holy Spirit to ask for the gift of discernment before you dismiss my holy word. To those of you who insult my visionary and recipient of these messages, you must ask this question. If it is Satan who you believe influences these messages, then why would he ask you to pray, to seek forgiveness, to receive the Holy Eucharist? Then you will know that this is impossible. The deceiver will influence my followers firstly, to encourage them to deny my word, because he knows that it will be their rejection of my most holy words of love that will hurt me most. Reject Satan in his wicked ways now. Turn to me. I implore you, for you must not allow him to influence you in this way. Your prayers are needed now to save my poor children who will not survive the warning. Your loving Savior, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Importance of Sacraments, Marriage and First Holy Communion, given on Wednesday, July 6, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, watch now as the faith of my children begins to grow and blossom. While there is much darkness in the world, the light of my followers becomes brighter by the day because of the flame of the Holy Spirit, which has descended over the whole world. Today, my daughter, I wish to remind all of my followers of the importance of prayer to ease suffering in the world. Your prayers are now helping to avert many global disasters foretold. Prayer is the most powerful mitigation, and when said on behalf of others, they will be answered. While I am happy with those of strong faith, I am still fearful for those who are adverse to my divine light, the truth. Many people now wander around the world as if in a stupor. Nothing brings them peace. Nothing brings them joy. No amount of material comfort eases their pain. Their empty souls are lost. Please pray for them. My daughter, please pray for my vicar, Pope Benedict, for he is surrounded by Masonic forces who are now making every effort to dethrone him. These evil forces have been infiltrating my church since Vatican II and have diluted my teachings. Many laws were passed which offend me 
especially the presentation of my Holy Eucharist by lay people, the lack of respect shown to me and my Eternal Father through new laws introduced to facilitate modern society has made me cry with sadness. The Most Holy Eucharist must be received on the tongue and not soiled by human hands, yet this is precisely what my sacred servants have done. These laws were not passed by me in spirit. My sacred servants have been led down a path, not in line with the teachings of my apostles. Today my sacraments are not taken very seriously, especially those who seek the sacraments of matrimony and the First Holy Communion. The vow of matrimony is very serious, for remember it is a sacrament and is made in the presence of God the Father, yet for many it is all about materialism and the exterior trappings. Many who receive the sacrament of matrimony do not acknowledge its importance thereafter. Many break their vows so easily. Why do they do this? Why pay lip service to this most holy union, only to part soon afterwards? This is a mockery of one of the most important unions, blessed by the hand of my eternal Father. Many people do not pay any heed of my Father's will, that no man shall pull asunder such a union thereafter. Yet many people divorce, which is a law not recognized by my Father. Divorce is an easy way to run from your responsibilities. All marriages are made in heaven. No man can destroy a marriage without offending my Father. First Holy Communion Receiving my body in the sacrament of the Eucharist for the first time is another example as to how I am mocked. So many parents pay no heed to the importance of their children receiving the bread of life. They are more concerned as to how well-dressed their children are rather than the wonderful gift they are receiving. This gift will lead them to salvation, yet the materialism which surrounds the event has nothing to do with their souls. For me, the saddest part is that these little children are not being told about me. The love I have for little children is all-encompassing. When they receive the Holy Eucharist in the full knowledge as to what they are receiving, then their souls become pure. The more they receive me in this way, the stronger will their faith be. Remember, without the sacraments, your faith becomes weak. After a time, if your soul is bereft of my special blessings, it becomes dormant. All faith in me and my Eternal Father disappears in time, with only a tiny flicker of recognition flaring up from time to time. Return to me through the sacraments. Show respect for the sacraments in the way you are supposed to, and you will truly feel my presence again. Remember the sacraments are there for a reason, for they are the nutrients you need for eternal life of the soul. Without them, your soul will die. I love you all. Please embrace me properly by respecting the sacraments, given to you as a gift from God the Almighty Father, your loving Savior, King of Mankind, Jesus Christ. The next message is titled, Narcissism and Evil Epidemic Present in the World Today, given on Thursday, July 7th, 2011. Jesus says, My dearly beloved daughter, I want the world to know that my love for them infuses my entire being as I prepare for the great warning. I am full of joy because I know that my children, especially those who do not know me, will finally accept that I exist during my great act of mercy. 
one of the most disturbing traits which have infested my children is that of narcissism, self-love in this world. This evil epidemic is prevalent in every level of society and is one of Satan's favorite attacks as his demons enter the souls of my children everywhere. They can be seen preening and posturing so that others will adore them. Their first love is for themselves only, and then, when that's not enough, they crave the attention of those around them to encourage them to openly adore them. Today, Satan's infestation is so great in the way in which these poor souls present themselves. It is difficult to ignore. Their obsessiveness as to how they look means that they will even go as far as damaging their bodies and do whatever is necessary to satisfy their love of self. When Satan is present in such souls, it is easy to spot. These people will be full of vanity and will tend to be seen in places of influence. The sin of narcissism will intensify during the end times, where many will ensure that their looks, their well-being, and selfishness will be at the expense of their friends and even their own families. Love of self is considered an admirable trait in today's world. This pursuit of self-gain can never be satisfied because Satan will ensure that these people will strive for more and more. Children, the sin of pride is one which is intensifying in the world now. Do not accept this form of behavior as part of your day-to-day -day life. So many young people use these figures of so-called physical perfection as a goal to aim for, yet their demeanor is to be pitied if you open your eyes and see it for what it is. It is a breach of the first commandment, and should such people persist on this pathway, they will be pulled by the deceiver into further disarray. Narcissism is seen in all areas of life, including politics, fashion, the media, cinema, and even within my own church. Humility cannot be achieved if you suffer from narcissism. Without humility, you cannot enter my Father's kingdom. Your loving Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this episode. May God be with you all.